want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
We are five episodes away from our 200th episode. Yep. Can you believe it? That's crazy. We kicked off episode 195 with Hail of Thane with the song Threads of Authenticity off of the Serpent's Gaze 2020 album. Then after that, Desecrator with The Silencing. That was off of their 2013 EP and Joe Tash is in both bands. Mm-hmm. And I think the last I heard, which was a while ago, they Desecrator was working on new material. Yeah, that's exciting. It is. Yeah. Uh, we picked Halothane this week because Friday, this coming Friday, they are playing at Photo City alongside Necrostalker, Gut It Alive, and Sashtruga at Photo City. <laughs> at Photo City? Yeah. At Photo City? At Photo City. Oh. <laughs> this Friday? Yeah. Friday the 13th. That's a good lineup. Yeah. So there you have it. Nice. Um, I have a, an entertaining this day in history. Okay. <clears throat> On this day in 1493, Christopher Columbus mistakes manatees for mermaids. <laughs> And that guy. Batten Low. Yeah. Uh, he was sailing what is now the Dominican Republic, and he saw what he thought were three mermaids. In rea- Mer- <laughs> I said that weird. Mermaids. <laughs> mermaids. In reality, they were manatees, and he described them as not half as beautiful as they are painted. <laughs> Man, I thought I needed glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I find it entertaining. I know Christopher Columbus has uh, been controversial, but I find it entertaining that this made it into on this day in history. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, on this day in history, Steve Jobs debuts the iPhone in 2007. Hmm. Doesn't it feel like it's been around longer? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I can't believe, I don't know. These devices that are attached to everybody. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, I don't know. When, when these things come up with people talking about, um, you know, not to, not to pick sides on this debate, but oh boy, but like when they're like, oh, they're you know they want to put these uh, microchips in the vaccines to track oh, everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that fucking rectangle you carry around. That is a chip. That shit is way <laughs> better than any chip. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. It knows what you're thinking. It hears what you're saying. Yep. It's fucking tracking your location. Yep. It's It's like. Tracking your habits, your yeah. likes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also on this day in history in 1768, which is a long ass time ago, mm-hmm. the first modern circus is staged. Really? I bet that by today's standards would be canceled. I, <laughs> so to be honest with you, I used to love going to the circus as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I got old enough to realize what the circus was, and I haven't been since. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't know. I think they're mistreated and misused. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of, a lot of stories about. Yeah. And I don't want to support that. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way about the zoo. Like, I feel like at the zoo, at least they're taking better care of them. Yeah. But when you think about what's actually happening to these animals in zoos, yeah. it's really sad. Yeah. So I struggle with that because I want to go see the animals, but I also think it's very cruel. Mm -hmm. Is it cruel to have a pet? Some would say, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was told that having indoor cats is cruel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at least we have an indoor cat with claws. Yeah. I, I don't believe in removing their fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, some people say that's cruel. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think it's not. I don't know. I I heard that. Um, I don't know. And the, there's so many times that I have a thought in my head, and like just talking like this, and it, it's being recorded, and people are going to be listening to it. Like you have to make yourself vulnerable, and like people are going to hear, "Hey, this person is a fucking idiot." <laughs> unless yes. unless I cut this out. Yeah. Um, I think I heard recently that cats were one of the only, if not the only, like, pet that domesticated themselves. Did we, were we watching that cat show on Netflix and we heard that? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so if that's the case, then... Then it's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know where I was going. Um, so also on this day in 1887, they had record cold and snow that decimates cattle herds. And I actually, so I'm talking about this because I think it's fascinating because we have this awful weather pattern this season happening. Mm -hmm. Like a Buffalo has just been like slammed. Yeah. Um, the West is being slammed. Like there's all these monumental storms happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually read a book about the summer, um, of 1887. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like a novel. Mm -hmm. And they talked about how it was so dry and so windy that people and like, and, like horses, how they used to get around and cattle, how they used to eat mm -hmm. were just like dying because there was no pasture there was no there was no mm -hmm. feed there was mm -hmm. nothing for anyone to eat mm -hmm. um so yeah just these weird weather patterns yeah i won't read about it because it's kind of long and probably will put everyone to sleep but how would you feel if um You know how, speaking of mobile devices, mm -hmm. uh, like your doctor, doctor's office, dentist can communicate with you over text often. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, how would you feel if you were just randomly told over text that you had aggressive lung cancer? What are you talking? Are you telling me something? No. Oh. 
Well, you just went to the doctor this week, son. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, apparently, a surgery center in the UK accidentally texted its patients, a whole bunch of them, by mistake, uh, two days before Christmas. <gasps> to They were supposed to wish them happy holidays and happy new year. But instead, the text went out that they had aggressive lung cancer. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Did, but it was a mistake. Yeah, it was partially blamed on partially human error and partially a uh, glitch in the system. Mm, I'm gonna say all human error Probably, on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But none of them really had aggressive uh, lung cancer, right? I don't know. What if some of them did? But I mean. You don't text that either way, you know what no, I mean? No, but a what text. a roller coaster. Two yeah. days before Christmas, like you're right. dying faster than the rest of us. Right. And then like, oh, wait, no, you're not. And then like, oh, yeah, you know what? That text actually was meant for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Man, technology. Yep. So I think that's a good uh, segue into some songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Womp, womp. Oh, first up, Ocean of Grief. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> With the song Dale of Haunted Shades of their second album, Pale Existence, out March 3rd on Personal Records. And then after that, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Analepsy? Analepsy? Yeah. I feel like it's Analepsy. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, anal really stands out. It does stand out. Um... <laughs> With the song Locus of Dawning. It's coming off their latest release, Quiescence, which was put out by Agonia Records, Miasma Records, and Vomit Your Shirt. <laughs> and then we're going to head over to Denmark to listen to some Accelerate with the song Release. And this is the second single off their debut album, out now on From the Vaults.
You know what you were talking about earlier with Chris Columbus and the manatees? Oh, Chris Columbus. You got it yeah. like that with him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of this story I saw about, um, it was about a walrus that uh, turned up on the shore, it was alive, uh, of Scarborough in the UK. Uh-huh. Um, <sighs> so the article is not super long, but I won't read it all, but anyways, they... The, the town named this walrus Thor for some reason. But, Thor the walrus. Yeah. Uh, so they decided to, this is hilarious, they decided to cancel um, their New Year's fireworks celebration to not disturb the walrus. I think that is awesome. It's awesome, and it's even more awesome what happened. What happened? Uh, the walrus... <laughs> The walrus decided to, um, <laughs> before midnight on December 31st, the walrus decided, a- after they canceled the fireworks, the walrus decided to masturbate and then take off. What? <laughs> yeah. He masturbated and then went back into the sea and disappeared. Isn't that great? <laughs> After they canceled the fireworks, not to disturb him, he fucking beats off and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real story? Yeah. Huh. It is. Uh, see where the original article came from. That's pretty funny. It's from IFL Science, but I think they're getting it from somewhere else. I don't know. But yeah, it's a real story. I thought it was pretty funny too. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we talk about these like little pet peeves that we have mm-hmm. of each other, and we're allowed to do that because we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Um, a lot. So I think we've talked about it on the show before that I have a habit of leaving cabinets open Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Like I'll put dishes away and then walk away or I'll be cooking. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in and out of that cabinet, I just leave it open. Uh But then sometimes I forget. Uh And you always joke and pretend like you're running into it with your head. Yeah. So I think I've gotten pretty good about breaking that habit mm-hmm. but i've realized that i have another bad habit there's another one too all right <laughs> <laughs> so we were getting ready to record the show uh-huh. and i was downstairs uh-huh. and you were upstairs and all of a sudden i heard you like obviously walking around very angrily and i'm mm-hmm. like what the hell's going on up there i don't like i thought I don't even know what happened. I was brooding. Um, And then you came down and you were visibly upset. Mm. And apparently I had left the lotion mm. bottle cap off. Yeah. And for some reason you feel the need to shake your lotion. I had to mix it properly. <laughs> okay. It's not like oil and vinegar. Yeah. There's sediment at the bottom. <laughs> That needs to be properly dispersed. So you picked up this uh, 
Jaro lotion yeah. and I, shook it and it went all over the bathroom. Everywhere. Everywhere. And I, as I did it, I was like, why the fuck did I, why did I do that? Why did I not check the, the top? Because <laughs> I know literally 90% of the time you just set the top on things. Like I should know better. And I think I was angry at you and angry at myself. Oh, you were so very stupid. angry at me. You were so angry that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat this one and say sorry. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not sorry, but I'm going to pretend. <laughs> it made that's, a, what, that's what marriage is all about. Yeah. It made it made a way bigger mess than. You were up there forever and you. I heard you kept like walking back and forth. It was, it was like on all the walls in the bathroom. Well, thanks for not getting it on those blinds. Because <laughs> that would have sucked. <laughs> What's the other one? Oh, the other one, uh, this this is one of my favorites, too. Um, you'll use something and then leave it out, and it'll just be sitting in a random place. And then I think you clean up and you just put it, like it has a normal spot that we go to look for it in, and you'll just stick it in a random drawer somewhere. And I'll What's be an example? searching everywhere for this fucking thing. I need thing. an example. There was a camera once. Like, where the fuck is this thing? Camera? Where the fuck is this thing? I end up ordering a new one, and then all of a sudden, it oh. appears under the bed. After, of course, after the new camera shows up. All right. I think it's time for a family <laughs> visit. I'm feeling a little attacked. Looking for break, waiting for time. 
Grandma gave us something this week that was not from New York or anywhere near New York. It was actually a band from California. The band was Demented. The song was Whitechapel Murders, and that was from their We Call It Quits demo from 1988. I believe the band only did two demos, one in 88 and one in 90. And then that was it? That's all they did, I I believe. That's a bummer. Um, this demo was produced by Dennis Peppa of Death Angel. And Not to be confused with Salt and Peppa. Salt and Peppa, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they remind me a little of, um, especially in the vocal delivery of Sacrilege BC, who I really loved and still do. Especially their Party with God release. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah? Yeah. Th- that's the one that won you over, huh? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but, like, the vocal style and cadence is very similar. So, it's l- like, the the music is similar, too. 
like the I don't know, like the the thrashiness of the riffs. It's not really a good description, but eh. I don't know if if people have heard Sacrilege BC, I'm sure they can hear the similarities. They were also from California, Sacrilege BC. Mm. For a long time, I thought they were from um, Canada for some reason, but nope, they are from Berkeley. Cool. I saw a cool thing. I think I mentioned it to you yesterday. Tommy Stewart of uh, Hollow's Eve mm-hmm. and Duma Records, a bunch of stuff. But this is in particular to Black Hollow's Doomba Eve. Records. Isn't that what I said? I think you said Duma Records. Oh. Okay. Um, but. Yes. I'm who knows? Black, we're married. I don't listen to you. Black Doomba Records. Is that better? Yeah. Um, but he posted a link. They uh, Seasons of Mist mm-hmm. has all of no, no, not all of, but some of their original merch from um, their tour dates, like back in the eighties, um, on demand. So you, you know, if there's, so I don't it, know, a tour that. So it's represses of yes, the original. Stuff. Yeah, it's not the original yeah. stuff, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Um, you can get replicas mm-hmm. of the original stuff on demand. That's cool. And it's cool because when you click on the artwork that you want, you can get a t-shirt, yeah. a sweatshirt, a long sleeve, a tank top. I thought that was like kind of brilliant. Yeah. I feel like a lot of bands can make a lot of money yeah. doing stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So and I'm that, excited. I'm going to get some stuff. Uh, yeah. I have a Tales of Terror shirt. Um, but I do not have any death and insanity regalia. Well, you're going to get some. I would like to be regaled with death and insanity. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic album. <laughs> and the artwork is much better, I, in my opinion. Yeah. Than I love Tales of Terror too, but the artwork is superior on mm. death and insanity. Yeah. And a lot of people would say, Musically superior too, <clears throat> but they're both very special albums to me. <laughs> cool, cool. I can't, they're like they're like your two children. You know, you can't you can't pick your favorite. Everyone has a favorite. Yeah, but you can't say what your favorite. <laughs> no, I don't know. They're different albums. Yeah, they are different. And I like both of them very much. All right. Okay, so. We've talked about my cookies on the show, right? Mm-hmm. You have. I have. Everyone just, talks about your cookies. I have found a cookie recipe that is pretty fucking killer. Okay. Like they're good cookies, I think. I think all of your cookies are delicious. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So for New Year's Eve, I made a couple batches mm-hmm. of cookies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I will disclose one of my secret ingredients is actually cream cheese. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When people say how buttery the cookies are. It might not be butter. Yeah. That you're referring to. It might be. Might be cream cheese. Yep. But they are delicious fucking cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. And Jay from Sulaco loved my cookies. Mm -hmm. But I had a feeling... That he didn't eat cream cheese. So I took New Year's Eve prep mm-hmm. to feel it out, right? 
and I made cookies and I made jalapeno poppers. Mm-hmm. Now the jalapeno poppers I made was filled with a blend of cream cheese and cheddar cheese. Right. So I reached out to him before and I said, is there any chance that you eat cream cheese? And he said, no. Uh-huh. And then I felt really cookie or really cookie. guilty, <laughs> really cookie, really guilty sitting there watching him enjoy my cookie that is filled with cream cheese. I mean, it's not filled with cream cheese, but it's made with cream cheese. Uh-huh. So I had to say something. And I said something right at the table in front of everyone like, dude, I got to tell you, the cookies contain cream cheese. And he had a little bit of a meltdown. Yeah. Um, and then he swore my cookies off. Yeah. We went to Jay's house for dinner last night. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker sat next to me and ate fucking cheesecake. Yeah. Well, it's cream cheeseless cheesecake <laughs> from the now, store. No, you did find creamless, cream cheeseless yeah. cream it was cheesecake. Dairy, dairy free. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it because wasn't. it's store bought, mm-hmm. he'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that's why the Tens device came out as payback because he's like, oh, I'm going to give this to Ken to operate. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So. <laughs> My back has been fucked up. So at one point, I was just like laying on the carpet, minding my own business, like stretching out my back. And he's like, oh, let me get out this machine. It's great. It's great. I'll let Ken control it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. (laughs) So you put these little pads on my back. Mm -hmm. and It's a little handheld thing with uh, some little pads with the wire going to the device. And everyone was so tickled that you could sit there and torment me with this weird little contraption. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> it reminded me, have you ever seen those videos where uh, women put that contraction device oh, on yeah. men so yeah. they know what it feels like to give birth? Uh-huh, yeah. I feel like it was like some kind of version of that. Uh-huh. Like you kept, I f- saw your thumb like click, 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 click <laughs> all the way up and you just kept zapping me with this thing. <laughs> Everyone thought it was so hilarious. It was really funny. Yeah, it's great. And your contorting was hilarious too. Yeah, which is really good for my back. It, you know what it was like? Was um, Do you remember the time machine in uh, Napoleon Dynamite? When he puts it on him, he's like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> That's what you were like. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> then I'd lower the intensity. Wait, wait a few seconds. Turn it up again. <laughs> it was really amusing. Yeah, it's great. I'm sure I'll pay somehow for that. But uh, but he did kind of sell me on that thing. Yeah. Because if used properly and not as a torture device, I could see how it would help. They're so not, I think I'm going to get one. Yeah, they're not that much. Like 40 bucks or something, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's play some tunes. All right. First up, Emasculator with the song Depraved Disfiguration. And this is actually out now on Severed Records. And then after that is Gossudar from Russia with the song Domination of Irreality. Off of their split with Malignant Altar. Out now on Misako Unosho. <laughs> I always say that wrong. <laughs> That's all right. And Rotted Life. <laughs> you always get the songs played off of that record label, too. 
Uh, and then we're going to go into Negative Vortex with the song Tomb Absolute. And this is the title track of their latest release, out now on Sentient Ruin Laboratories.
Hey, hey, hey! Hello, Grim Dystopian! Hello, everyone! Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morth.
So you're obsessed with death, right? No. No? I'm not obsessed with it. You're absolutely 100% obsessed. I'm not obsessed. I just have death a obsessed. morbid <laughs> fear of it. You're death obsessed. All right, all right. So I think we've talked about um, our plans when we retire to the earth. Yes. Uh, I think we'd both kind of decided on cremation. Yes. Um, Are you going to freak me out about this now too? No. Oh. But I wanted your take on this. Okay. Uh, New York has, along with a couple other states, um, approved the eco-friendly practice of human composting. Oh, New York is doing that now too? Mm -hmm. I read an article that California was doing it, but I thought it was too weird to talk about on the show. <laughs> but here you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had boundaries with that? I don't think so. <laughs> I reserve all those thoughts for the blog. Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, so apparently they, they wrap you in a cocoon of alfalfa, straw, and wood chips. Um, and then they... <clears throat> I forgot what it is. Uh, there's some kind of mixture, they liquid that they put on you to to help break down your remains. That happens over about 30 days, which is pretty quick, really. Is it like an organic compound yeah. that they use, or yeah. is it like acid? No, no, it's oh, okay. organic. It's and they said um, you kind of have to be approved for this process. Um, there's certain diseases, I guess, that are contagious um, that can remain toxic after death. And so they don't want that like seeping into, into the ground. Yeah. Well, yeah. Huh. But otherwise, uh, apparently this is very good for the, the, the nutrients of the earth. That kind of makes sense. It makes them smile. <laughs> yeah. Would you consider doing that? Yeah. I mean, I don't, my, <clears throat> my thought for cremation was why take up all that space? You know, but this, I mean, you decompose and you're, I mean, this is like a better version kind of to me of if you want to like give back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of like it. I don't know. It kind of piqued my interest when I read the article from California that they were like trying it out. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it wasn't California. I think Colorado was one. And... I don't know, it might be in Oh, yeah, it's uh, California, yeah, okay. Colorado, Oregon, and Vermont. <clears throat> it's an interesting concept. Oh, Washington actually was the first state in 2019. Which is weird that we now. Just now are like hearing about this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's got to be better for the environment, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, cremation isn't great for the environment. Um, this I mean, there's there's some details in this article about uh, America is estimated to contain around one million acres of land dedicated to human burial. Wow, that's a lot. And they also mentioned the embalming. Flow to the ground. 
It says embalming also commits around 800,000 gallons of embalming fluid to the ground, which can leach into soil and water. Content. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. That's something that I am definitely not interested in being embalmed. No. I don't want to pop. <laughs> How are we going to display you for a month, though? <laughs> Well, I'm not that cool. Nobody wants to see me for a month. <laughs> they also mentioned in here um, aquamation. Oh, what's that? They throw you in some water? Uh, it says they use alkaline hydrolysis to break down the body. What, they put you in a tube? <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of weird. This is at the very end of the article. Um, then they, they also mentioned Tibet and Mongolia have been using sky burials. What's that? A practice observed by Buddhists in which corpses are offered up to carnivorous birds. Oof. The burials are believed to facilitate the soul's passage after death as well as benefit, benefiting local wildlife. I mean, if you can be of some purpose. Yeah, I mean, I'm all not? about it. I right? don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like I don't know. Could you imagine like seeing your loved one getting pecked away by a carnivorous bird? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like what happens to roadkill. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think other. I mean, we know because we've. We're not experts on it, but we've looked into like other cultures' beliefs mm -hmm. and practices after death. Yeah, and a lot of them are much different than ours. Yeah, and much more natural. Mm -hmm. Like they accept it, and we resist it a hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to completely switch gears here. Okay. So I know we've kind of talked about this on the show before. Um, and I think I kind of asked you. I got to pull it up here. Um, if you've ever said like, fuck you to a job. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm a real Girl Scout when it comes to this stuff, right? Like I would never even think of doing that. Mm -hmm. But. I did work a job in customer service mm -hmm. uh, over the phones, taking calls from apparently very angry people. Mm -hmm. And apparently, <laughs> I had enough one day. I had been abused like one too many times. This guy would not get off of my line. Mm -hmm. And if you work customer service over the phone, you know mm -hmm. that you just like cannot right. hang up on people. Right. Like, you're fired. Right. It just doesn't matter what the situation is. Mm -hmm. If you hang up on a customer, you're fired. Mm -hmm. So instead of hanging up... Didn't they have some policy like... Or didn't they back then? Like if they're being really abusive to you, then... Uh, if they were swearing... But I think it had to be like a certain number of... Really? Swearing. I don't think it was like... After they call you a cunt 20 times, yeah, well, you, you can warn them. Well, it's <laughs> like if somebody was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. But if somebody was like, fuck you, you know, yeah, like yeah. there's a difference yeah. in 
that. Mm-hmm. Um, he would not get off of my line and there was no manager available for him to talk to. And the lead at the time was just like, tell him I'll call him back. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't, he's like, nope, I'll just sit on hold until somebody takes. <laughs> so I put myself, I put him on hold uh-huh. and I went outside to decompress. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I can't go back to the phone. I can't continue to talk to this guy. So I walked into the director's office at the time and I was like, I can't do this. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So somebody went out and handled the call. I don't know how they got rid of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was like the closest I ever got to quitting and they wouldn't let me quit. (laughs) Hmm. They were like, no, like, hold on, like, let's figure this out, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that kind of led into like my career. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying all this because I came across this Buzzfeed thing mm-hmm. where they're asking people to share like their fuck you moments mm-hmm. when quitting a job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and some of these are just like crazy. Um, so, This one (laughs) is a customer service situation. My last job working customer service, I was working for a major rental car company. The guy calls in in full meltdown mode because the car that he picked up didn't have a push button start. (laughs) Um, That's right. The car he was given was a key start. Apparently, this was the end of the world for him. I quit and I've never worked customer service since. That's funny. And I think it's that was like pretty similar to the situation I had. Like, I was trying to be compassionate on the phone. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, well, we'll get it figured out. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, it was like, this isn't like the end of the world, though. Like, come on, man. Right. Like, you're speaking to a human at the other end of the line. Like, Mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, there's a lot of stories in here about McDonald's. I believe, yeah. There's probably a lot that are centered around food service. Yeah. Um, I stayed home to take care of my wife because she was sick and couldn't get out of bed. I texted my boss. I'm going to take my wife to the doctor real quick and then work from home so I can look after her. Uh, His boss texts him back and says, it's great you want to take care of your wife, but you have to learn that she is an adult and and can take care of herself. (laughs) And he said he quit the next day. <laughs> I can't imagine ever saying that to somebody. All right. Like that, isn't that like a huge HR issue? Yeah. Um, this one's kind of weird. My prison guard job. I was having nightmares and various mental health issues stemming from the things I witnessed that I wanted to get therapy for. I asked HR to help me find support and they decided instead to take an unannounced month-long vacation. I asked my security head for help and he essentially mocked me, so I went and found therapy on my own. Then the prison found out and put me on an indefinite leave. I ended up resigning. Hmm. So there must be a like a policy mm-hmm. like an industry policy that if you need therapy you have to go through them or something mm-hmm. i don't know or they just wanted to get rid of that guy <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> um 
there's this one and i've always wondered this uh it was like a social worker that worked with placing kids in foster care mm. and she said the stories that she witnessed she like just could not handle like it ruined her life mm-hmm. she cried every day and she still cries mm-hmm. that's got to be a heavy job yeah i cannot imagine like it, it takes special people to do social work yeah in hospice care yeah oh yeah for sure like they are a higher tier of humans mm-hmm. or lower no i mean well some of them i mean you you feel like they must get into it for the right reasons but then um there's stories about people being just lacking compassion like so extremely that they they treat these cases like yeah i don't know what it is i don't maybe it's like a detachment thing so yeah. that they can cope maybe yeah you know mm-hmm I mean... They should probably change professions then. There's... Well, yeah. But there's sucky kinds of people in every profession, you know? But Mm -hmm. the people that are good at their job that do that kind of work are like angels. Yeah, definitely. Um, There's a lot of stories in here about people following COVID protocols and ending up quitting because they were bullied or mocked Mm -hmm. or forced to not go against... Mm-hmm. what everyone was saying at the time, mm-hmm. which you, the company you worked for at the time of COVID mm-hmm. was breaking all kinds of COVID oh, yeah. rules. Yeah. That was, I don't know. And made me change mom's funeral because they yes, weren't following yes. their COVID rules. Yes. And I, I was really amused by, they not to change subjects, but. Yeah, they, you're fine. I'm done with that. They had hired like some new, fucking complete idiot that was like the VP of overall of engineering and uh, over the department I worked in. Yeah. And I remember, you know the story, but like the, this guy was a complete moron (laughs) and the guy that hired him was just ate up his fake resume and Man, I could go on with stories about I that know, place forever. I know you I can. I keep thinking about other things. I know. But uh I so the this VP of engineering got called a meeting. It was a phone meeting. And had him had all the management on it, had the vice president of the company and he was trying to forced me to get on a plane and fly to California. But why? Because he fucked something up. But he was blaming me for it, saying that it was a programming issue. And it wasn't. It was something he... It was... Honestly, it was a blown fuse that he didn't check because <laughs> he was a moron. And he was told, check this fuse, make sure it's not blown. And he said he did it. And it, he didn't check it. Yeah. And it was that. And... I really enjoyed just saying, nope, not going. No, I'm not getting on a plane. Nope. And you could tell they were getting so angry that I wasn't complying. Yeah. <laughs> like it became like... I was proud of you for that because any other time you would have been like, well, it sucks, but I got to do it. And yeah. this time you were like, no, I'm not doing it. I used to early on in <clears throat> my transition into the field. Yeah. Ate a lot of shit. Yeah. Because I, I was like, well, I'm, you know... That's I'm my the, job. I'm the new guy. I yeah. got to do this. 
but fuck you. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> done being abused Yeah, by these fucking idiots. And you were abused by those people, yeah. for sure. We could do like a whole bunch of podcasts about that. Uh, yeah. Craziness. Yeah. You make me realize how fortunate I am yeah. to have the job I have and the people. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've had to, the journey I've had, I think I was necessary yeah but it has it has been very unpleasant a lot of the time <laughs> mm-hmm. for both of us i know <laughs> i apologize <laughs> uh all right i think we've babbled on enough all right what do you say yeah i say we have wrap it up yep all right we are gonna head to portugal to listen to karma with the song memoria off of the osetas Mm-hmm. Is that how you would say that? Sure. Album? Don't ask me. Um, and this is on the Monumental Rex label with a release date of March 3rd. Then after that, we're going to play Rot Within with the song For the Children off of the EP For the Children. This came out in 2022. And we want to thank Rot Within for submitting the song directly. We didn't seek it out. It was a submission. Awesome. Always welcome submission. Yes. Love it. Oh, I'm sorry. And then we're going to go into the negative bias with the song, The Golden Key to a Pandemonium Kingdom. And this is on Vendetta Records being... It was released last year. Already (laughs) released. Not my show notes. (laughs) Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't ever be an asshole. Just eat the fucking cream cheese. (laughs) 